Welcome back to Shenanigans on Fire. I'm Aaron Miller. I'm Luke Neidlinger, and we have a special guest tonight, uh, Christian Brooks. Say hi, Christian. Hello there, world. Uh, tonight's podcast is uh, number three. Um, we're going to be going over nutrition, um, which will lead into our next podcast, or our next subject, which is physical fitness. Uh, we thought it was important to cover some information um, on the nutritional side of things. And because we feel like that you want to start with your diet before you go and start working out. And let it be known that we are not doctors and this is not advice that you should be undermining your doctor's opinion on your diet or fitness. Yeah, I mean, what it comes down to is this is our opinions of stuff that has worked. Um, like like we've talked about in previous episodes, um, Aaron... Uh, obviously got to where he is by his diet plan. And um, Christian, I, are you on a, any type of diet plan? or I am probably the opposite of Aaron. I could <clears throat> eat anything I wanted to and not gain a pound. Um, I knew Aaron a long time ago and when he was a, a great big guy and uh, missed him for like 10 years and saw him and then he was probably 200 pounds lighter. So but and he's probably thinking the opposite of me that I was skinny guy and next <laughs> yeah. time he saw me I was forty pounds heavier so yeah well, we're opposite ends of the spectrum here so yeah he has he has more than one chin now which is you know it's it's his thing he he works it <laughs> okay so we'll, we'll go ahead and get started here um, I have just written down some notes um, that I kind of wanted to pass on to Aaron he's kind of the 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 diet nutrition, uh, the, the weightlifting guy. And, uh, also Christian, that's why we brought him in. Cause he's kind of going through the same thing. Um, I, myself, I, I'll just go work out and take a protein shake and, you know, I'll, I'll call it good, but, <laughs> but, uh, so, so the first point here is, uh, where do you start when making goals, uh, for your outcome or, um, weight loss or weight gain Aaron so the big thing is you have to have an idea of where you want to end up and to have an idea of where you want to end up I I like many people probably fell into a trap where I was looking at somebody else and thinking ah I want to be that yeah you know I want to be Dwayne Johnson everybody wants to be <laughs> yeah, Dwayne the Johnson rock. you know yeah the rock <laughs> and so the thing is, you have to realize is there's there's a factor there that you can't control, and that's genetics. Mm-hmm. You know, steroids, whatever else, that <clears throat> stuff that alters your body and alters your composition. I mean, you still have to put in the work when you're doing steroids and stuff, but genetics is what really plays the factor. You can do all the work and take all the drugs and do all the perfect dieting you want to, but your body's really just going to do what it wants to do. Yeah, and I and I guess... I agree with you on the genetics thing. Obviously, I'm going to agree with you because you know what you're talking about. But, uh, you know, my, my family on my dad's side has a bigger – or they're bigger people, uh, fatter, if you want to say. And then the people on my mom's side were relatively tall and skinny. So there's four of us boys <laughs> and three of three, three of them. Three or four different body types. Exactly. Yeah. and but, but you have the tall and lanky to the tall and – fat to the tall and okay not fat not skinny and then you have me that's just short and skinny 
Yeah, not, vertically challenged. <laughs> vertically challenged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the, but the big thing is you gotta, you have to have a sort of direction that you want to go. Do you want to look like Dwayne Johnson? Do you want to look like a marathon runner? Do you want to look like a swimmer? You know, what what are you going for? Are you just going for to be healthier? You know, do you just want to drop a few pounds and see less weight on the scale? That stuff matters too, and and all of those goals are perfectly fine. But it's just finding out what you want to do so that you can make a goal to get to that point. Well, and I think uh, this next question is going to kind of roll right into this. And and both of you can answer if you want. But what realistic goals should be set from the beginning? What's a realistic goal? Like, in your case, you weighed 400 and some odd pounds. Now, obviously, the realistic goal in the beginning probably wasn't getting to 200 pounds in in year one. Yeah, no, right. it's it's very, very slow. And you have to realize, you have to remember, you didn't put that weight on overnight, and you're not going to take it off overnight either. Yeah. So, you know, in my case, I was 20, 24 years old by the time <clears throat> I started going on any sort of a diet, 25 probably. And um, at, at 25 years old, I was 430 pounds. My goal was just to get under 350. Mm-hmm. And now today I'm 250. And five two fifty five, <laughs> yeah, ish, yeah, heavy on the ish, ish, yeah, that's yeah. five or ten pounds. Yeah, so you know, to start out with, you have to have an obtainable goal, something that you can, so so that you don't lose sight of the end goal, because if you if you keep beating yourself down, dieting, 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 and you. You know your your goal. Your only goal is to lose two hundred pounds. You're going to get discouraged, and you got to you know what I did at the very beginning was every every week I made it a point to just have one cheat meal a week, just one cheat meal a week, mm-hmm. which is tough. That that takes that it takes more will than I have currently to do. I I've not been able to do that for a very long time. Yeah, because that's that's a big deal. You know yeah. when you're eating three or four meals a day, three or four small meals a day, and then just one cheat meal a week, you know, that's tough. So you have to come up with that goal and then make small goals building up yeah. to that goal. Yeah, and, and reward yourself in between. Yeah. Anytime you break one of those small goals, obviously. Yeah. Um, Christian, I don't mean to put you on the spot. No, do, go ahead. Do you, do you have anything to add to about setting goals? I know you really don't have... Uh, basically a diet plan or defined goals. No. <laughs> so no, I'll, I'll go way back with you. Or a life. I'll go. I'll go way back with you. So so I'll go back to high school where, yeah, like I said, I could eat anything the hell I wanted to, and as much. I mean, I did seventy two ounce steak at Kelsey. Yeah, I mean, so I I mean, you can ask my buddies back then. Um, I did a hundred tacos in a day, and I probably didn't gain, you know a pound that day I could take a can I say shit on the air I took a shit one day and you know I'd lose I'd lo- I'd eat so much that whenever I went to the restroom I'd lose four pounds I mean I was you know I was that person and I never put on muscle I didn't know anything about nutrition I was 175 pounds at 6'6 six, six, so yeah Christian is 6'6 six, six, by the way we forgot yeah, to add that I'm, in there I'm He's the tall six, six. and lean yeah I, and so 6'6 six, six and 175 pounds 
basically you can see in high all, school in all high my school, ribs yeah. Pounds. yeah yeah now he's and what so, 260 so, so my no so my main goal was you know i played basketball my main goal was not to get my butt pushed around in the paint and so you know my i i was already eating as much as i could maybe not the right protein to carb ratio or anything like that but so one day you know i walked into a gnc and you know talked to the guy at the counter and he's like yeah you need weight gainer yeah and so i got on that and you know it was call it artificial or whatever but i just wasn't getting enough calories in a day the right calories in a day so yeah my in between my junior and senior year i was on that and hit the weight room every day and you know put on 20 pounds from the end of basketball season until the next year at the beginning of basketball mm-hmm. season. Now, when Christian was in high school, this was 20 years ago. Yeah, this was 25 years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, GNC was new. You know, there was one like every thousand they miles. Even, they didn't even know what GNC was yet. They just had you the know, three yeah, letters up We there. didn't have, you know, creatine was new, but it was dangerous, you know. So nobody was on any of that. You know, there was nothing, no pre-workout, no, you know. Yeah, the, the pre-workout was veteran. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, those little freaking thin pills you got at the gas station and a, and, and a Mountain Dew. Yeah. Uh, so no, I mean, I don't. I I'm the total opposite of the spectrum of Aaron. I, I. Yeah, and and my mom cooked, you know, three square meals a day. Yeah. So chicken and noodles and, and yeah, all the stuff that should have just made me fat, but you know, my metabolism was so fast and I just could not put on the pounds. So, so I guess, I guess to go along with that, uh, I have a success story that happened in my life was, is with my wife, you know, after our third child was born, uh, her weight was up and she felt disgusted about herself and lost 60 pounds in a year, year and a half or whatever. Yeah. And I think, and that and that's a huge deal for her, and you know, and she re, she rewards herself all the time for it. But I think one a little bit too much reward. Yeah, <laughs> I think one of the 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 realistic goals or the main goal when you're on a diet program is mind over matter. Yo, yeah, you can't let your mind play tricks on you because I mean, her diet was strict. I wouldn't say strict but she stuck with it she didn't and, and i'm sure aaron did the same is you, you stick with it because you like the you like to see the progress yeah, the results yeah, yeah the exactly. results and and once that starts to slip away that's where your mind is no longer strong enough to take care of your body so you have to get back into that mode and you can't let your line or your mind slip throughout this process um and i guess that 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 goes along with the next the next bit here is what mindset should you have during the beginning stages of your diet and how to keep your overall goals in mind. And I think that is mind over matter. Yeah. Number one, if, if you, if you have something in mind, uh, diet wise, stick with it. If you see results, stick with it. If you don't see results, alter it. Am I right or wrong, Aaron? Well, and I, and I think to back up just a little bit, it's, um, my, it is mind over matter to to an extent, but we need to remember that our bodies are not designed to lose weight. And and what I mean by that is is our body wants to be overweight. Right. Survival. Survival. Right. There you go. So even Christian at 180 pounds was probably <laughs> still was was probably still not to the peak leanness no, that no, his no. body could be. No. 
But, you know, our body wants to gain weight because it wants to be able to survive. Because, as history shows, famines and even as the hunter-gatherer type, you know, (laughs) that we are, we don't always get the food that we need to sustain our body weight. So... So to, to back up a little bit there and, and understand that your body, to lose weight, you really have to work hard because you're doing something that your body is not naturally wanting to do. Mm-hmm. So if you're in a position where you need to lose weight, a lot of times that's hard to do just because of that. Yeah, and I, I think that in the, in the beginning stages, you're not, you're not going to see that loss or that gain, whatever you're doing. You may see the gain... Uh, quicker than you'd see the loss, you know, if that's what you're going for to gain weight. But I think a lot of people get discouraged the first week or two or the first five pounds. It's like, hey, it took me a month to lose the five pounds. Well, you know, stick with it because after that, you're just going to start burning that weight off, you know, with your diet. Two months, that's 10 pounds. And then three months, there's 15. What what was your progress on poundage loss Um, when you started? when you decided to change. So I, I did it fairly aggressively and at 430 pounds, and I'm going to get into the calories burned and, you know, total daily energy expenditure and that. So, so we're going to, we're okay. So along what Aaron's talking about this, we're going to touch the new, uh, how to understand the nutritional facts label to go along with this. Yeah. So <clears throat> I, I was cutting calories big time. Like we're talking, at 430 pounds when I started, I was probably shooting for about 1,800 calories consumed, which is a lot less than I needed to maintain right. body weight. Okay? So, d- did you want to get into the, yeah, the no, mathematics? I, yeah, right you're free, buddy. Okay, so at, at 430 pounds, the, the general rule here is that, that and this is going to be for everybody's metabolism, no matter what, you're pretty much always going to burn... 10 calories for every pound of body weight the way mm-hmm. and you know obviously the more muscle you have the higher your metabolism is and that's if you're just in a sedentary lifestyle it's being a truck driver sitting on your butt we all know who gears. the truck driver yeah. is here yeah. yeah yeah so sitting on your butt for 12 13 14 hours a day not getting much physical exercise right. or being a forklift driver right uh <laughs> and uh <laughs> It's my you know, job. <laughs> when, when you don't when you don't get a lot of exercise, that's that's the baseline of what you're looking at. So at 430 pounds, that would be 4,300 calories a day that it would take me just to sustain my body weight. Yeah. All right. And the the general rule is, or at least it was, about a 500 calorie deficit a day will yield about a pound lost a week. 3,500 okay. calories they say equals roughly a pound of body weight. So. It becomes a, a mathematical equation as far as how much you want to lose. So we have our total daily energy expenditure being our body weight times 10 in calories. And then obviously the more physical activity you throw in there, the more calories you're going to burn. So you'll start, if you're trying to lose weight, you'll start by cutting those calories down five, six, seven hundred calories. But when I was doing it, I was cutting out... 2,000, mm-hmm. 2,500. Plus, plus exercising. Yeah, plus exercising. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I was boxing uh, with uh, with heavy bag and, and gloves for four days a week, you know, 20 minutes a day, mm-hmm. four days a week. 
and then I was doing some sort of high intensity interval workout. Get your heart rate up, yeah. right? Yeah. So, so the situation with high intensity intervals, and we'll get into that in the next podcast <clears throat> a little bit deeper. But the deal with that is, is the higher you can get your heart rate, and basically. The, the more energy that you can expel in a short amount of time, the faster you're going to burn the calories versus like a... like A 30-minute jog. Yeah, like a, a light-duty a light duty cardio. Mm-hmm. And I think that everybody sitting here understands that, mm-hmm. and hopefully we can convey that through the people who listen to this podcast. But, you know, I didn't have a lot of time to run a marathon. You know, I wasn't going to run an hour a day, so I had to do 20-minute... 30 minute quick workouts and then so I you know I cut down from 410 pounds roughly to 330 pounds in about four months wow that's pretty quick that's uh, quick yeah. so and it wasn't healthy but it also wasn't healthy to be 410 pounds right. either yeah. so I, I went to the doctor after that sh- shortly after that I was about 315 or 320 and she was just mind blown that I had lost so much weight and I and I told her that I just lost it in in four to five months at that time, uh-huh. and she said, "Well, that's not very healthy." And I said, "So it's it's not very healthy being four hundred and ten pounds either." So, you know, um, the the deal is, is they say that the faster you lose it, the easier it is to put it back on, and that's right. true to an extent because a lot of times you're losing muscle when you diet that hard, mm-hmm. and we'll get into it a little bit later. The, the more muscle you have, the more Calories, calories you're natu- naturally yeah. going to burn. Yeah, you know, so, and and I'll I'll explain what that means a, a little while later. But the the big takeaway here is if if you put your mind to it and you understand your body, you're and you really really want it. I mean, you've got to really really want it to be able to step on the scale every couple days and watch what your body's doing, watch how you're reacting to the things that you're eating. And and not get too frustrated when the scale fluctuates up and down a couple pounds. So those are those are the big key takeaways to di- the the very beginning stages of diet and understanding your body. Yeah, and I think, like I said earlier, I think the beginning stages is when when you come across those negative results because you're if you're not going about it aggressively, and if you're letting your mind play games on you and you're eating foods that aren't necessarily doing you any good, then then I think that's a real deterrent towards your diet program. So I got a question. So we're, back then, were you like, were you just watching your fat? Were you counting macros? Were you just less calorie total intake or what? Um, without really knowing it. So I, I guess we can go in. Can we go into the different sorts of diets right now? Well, and yeah. Let's go into the different sorts of diet and how, how do you monitor those? How do you monitor your intake? Uh, well, so first of all, I guess I'll start with that. When I very first started, I was just monitoring my intake. Mm-hmm. And I was using my Fitness Pal app. Yep. Right, which I'm sure everybody's heard of yeah. at this point, but you know, and I was really concerned about just taking in less calories, and I didn't really know what that meant, and I didn't understand what it meant until about a year later when I had realized how much muscle that I lost, yeah. and why things were telling me to eat more protein. So, without knowing it, I was probably doing more of a intermittent fasting sort of workout mm-hmm. or sort of uh, mm-hmm. diet plan. Like Lent. 
<laughs> yeah, you're right. So, uh, not uh, Wentz okay if you pour some hot sauce. On that, right? so, um, no, <laughs> but you know, I was trying to eat in a window. Uh, I was probably eating in a window of ten hours in a day. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, I was. But trying what made what what made you even think to eat in that ten hour window? I probably something I had read at the time that you know suggested that and you've read a lot i mean it's hours yeah months of months worth of reading and listening to diet even even diet podcasts so um i think one of the big things that i had read at, at some point was to not eat right before you go to bed yeah and and that and that goes for digestive purposes also, correct? Well, it does to an extent. I I don't necessarily subscribe to that belief anymore. Okay. Uh, because I feel like if my body needs the fuel, it's going to take the fuel whether I'm sleeping or whether I'm awake. Yeah. You right. know, it doesn't just well, just because I go to sleep doesn't mean my metabolism shuts down. Right. That's when your body's recovering, and that that time is important to have the sort of energy right. to repair it. Break the fast, right? Right. That's right. So, but I, without knowing it, I, ha, I, w- I was doing intermittent fasting, and even, to, even still today, I do best at losing weight if I'm eating in a, you know, an eight hours on, okay. and then the, the rest of the day off, 16 hours without consuming food. Mm. Which is tough, yeah. And and you really have that's to. That's really tough. Yeah. It's 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 especially tough when you're trying to plan a workout around in there right. to get in your eating window. Get your meal right after your workout. Yeah. yeah, because you know I it wouldn't be any problem, but a lot of times I work twelve hour days in the truck, and then I can't work out until after. So that means that I have to work six hours before I can even eat in the truck to be able to get home, and then get to the gym and And folks out. this is not your typical truck driver either this is uh, i don't i don't i don't know how to say this without being mean but a lot of times if you see a truck driver get out of a truck that's probably one of the most unhealthiest human beings yeah. Yeah. and yeah. that's no i'm not i'm not calling out any truck driver whatsoever because you guys are so important and vital to this nation but for aaron to be in the shape that he's in being a truck driver I'm sure makes it a little bit more rewarding um, seeing that. Yeah, it does. And it's it's humbling to realize how much you can actually do if you put your mind to it. Right. And we started the podcast talking about mindset. And really, the sky's the limit. If you think you can do it, you can. The only person that's stopping you is you. Yeah, and I, and I think that's important too is, is anything that we, we talk about, Mind, there's a mindset involved with it. Yeah. I mean, I don't think we've, this is our third podcast and we'll soon be making our fourth. And I, I think all three of these topics so far, it's just your mindset going into it. If you have a negative mindset going into it, then it's not going to work. Nothing's going to work. If you have a positive mindset going into it and it's, you're, you're playing the mind over matter game with yourself and, uh, and, and you prevail, then you'll be very successful. Right, and and to go along with that, I don't think that I don't think that any of the diet programs are bad. You know, people talk about, but diet alone isn't good. Like without yeah. exercise. Well, I mean, 
like you said, you you were losing muscle by just count by just cutting your calories. Yeah, and, right. And you're and losing you, more you, than just right. Fat. And you should move, and and we'll get into that a little bit more later, and and what that means, yeah. and how and how to move, and and what sorts of movements are important. But as far as the diets go, you know, there's what's the big one with all the fats right now? Keto, 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 there keto. Yeah, yeah, keto. Yeah. Everybody's. Everybody wants to do the keto diet. The keto right. diet, before that, it was the Atkins diet. You know, the, the diets where you can eat all the fats or all the proteins mm-hmm. that you want, and then mm-hmm. you never gain a pound or, or right. however they spin it. Mm-hmm. But So it doesn't matter if it's kilo, keto, um, Atkins, paleo, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. If it works for you and you can sustain your diet and nutrition needs, do it mm-hmm. and don't listen to what anybody says. If you're getting results, all right, keep doing it. Well, and it, I, and here's I, I I copied this link because I wanted to. It hits one spot that's important to what we're talking about right now, and it says natural does not mean healthy. Right. And I think that's the misconception that a lot of people have is I'm eating natural foods. I'm healthy as a horse. Well, no, yeah, that's so- not the case because. Am I am I wrong? Am I right? Is the FDA, the USDA, are they are they wrong? Are they right? Well, you know, I think, I think, I don't necessarily know where you're going with it to a T, but I will say that the big thing that I would compare this to is when people tell me that they're eating fruits, so they must be healthy. <laughs> well, no, that, that contains sugar and stuff. Right. So well, yeah, absolutely, so. and and you and you understand that, and I think that 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 should be a big takeaway for the listeners right now is to understand that fruits are shouldn't <clears throat> be a staple in your diet necessarily. Uh, you can eat fruits for sure, but you have to understand that consuming, you know, a half of a pizza or consuming ten apples. Is still going to be too much, too much carbs, no matter which one you're eating, yeah. or a fruit pizza. <laughs> yeah, or a fruit pizza. Well, and, yeah. and that's where I'm kind of going. I, you, we, we were talking about the different kinds of diets, and a lot of people are like, "Well, I'm just eating natural foods. You know, that's my diet." Well, that's not really a diet. That's just what you're eating. I mean, if you're eating, if 75 percent of your diet's celery and spinach, then yeah, it's probably <laughs> yeah. okay. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. But uh, one one thing I can't do is kale. I don't know if you, I don't know how you guys feel about kale, but I have I they say love hate relationships. I have a straight up hate relationship yeah. for kale. It ruins everything that I've ever tried to cook with it. Right. So, um, but the the big thing is is understanding that the proteins, the carbs, the fats, those all matter. And water. And and water, absolutely. I don't think I've drink drank. Besides the whiskey that I just consumed, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that I've drank anything besides coffee or water right. all week. Black coffee. Yeah, cut out that pop, man. Yeah, That's... get rid of the pop. And there, and so I, I think my wife and I are on the diet Mountain Dew kick. Uh, I don't think there goes a day there there in the day that goes by where we don't have a diet Mountain Dew. But I feel like. As bad as it is for you, as long as you drink your plenty of water, that little bit of diet do isn't going to do you wrong. Yeah, do you wrong. Right? <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. No pun intended. <laughs> right. So, you know, obviously if you're hitting it hard and you're earning that, then do it. Yeah. But, you know, if you're just sitting on the couch consuming 
12 Diet Mountain Dews a day, then and a bag of Doritos. Yeah, and a bag yeah. of Doritos. Yeah. That doesn't sound too bad. <laughs> <a lot of laughs> no, that's, yeah, that's my kryptonite. Yeah, a little cooler itch. Yeah, I like the taco for the Doritos best. <laughs> well, the original. that's my cheat meal. I have I have one more topic for both of you and and myself, but uh, this kind of goes along with our next segment, which is physical fitness. But th- this is everybody is big into protein shakes. Uh, what is a good healthy dose of protein to go along with your diet? And 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 when to consume it? How yeah, that? yeah. Good point, Christian. Yeah, put you on the spot. So. There, the general rule that I follow is typically one gram of protein per pound of body weight. If you know, if you're if you're in a per day, per day, per yeah, day, per day. So if you're a two hundred two hundred pound dude, you're gonna you should be consuming two hundred. And that's what you need to just for your like you said your 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 neutral life. You're just yeah. That's yeah, what you want to do. You're yeah. maintaining so, right. And and that's that's not. That's not, um, you know, if you're if you're a three hundred pound dude, that's and that's that's hard to do. That's hard to get that many. Well, yeah, grams it, of protein. But if you're a three hundred pound dude, that's you know seventy percent fat, yep. and you haven't moved in mm-hmm. sixteen years, you probably don't need that much protein, right? But um, the general rule is is about a pound, a, a gram per pound of body weight. And so how that breaks down is is a a gram of protein contains about four calories. There you go. So, you know, if you're consuming uh if you're consuming protein proteins and carbs and fats, we have four gram four calories per gram of protein, four calories per gram of carbs, and nine calories per grams of fat. So the mad can, scientist is at work, folks. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you can yeah. see he's got it wrote down. You you can see that obviously fat is a it's a denser macronutrient. Mm-hmm. Okay, and don't take that to mean that you need no fat in your life because you do because yep. it takes fat to make organs in your body function correctly. Right. It's lubrication. Yeah. So you know if if you're a if you're a guy who's in the gym. You know, three, four, five days a week. You should probably be eating about 500 calories over your sedentary maintenance mm-hmm. diet. You know, so so if you're, say, if you're a 200 pound dude, you should probably be consuming about 2,500 calories a day. And about 30 to 40% of that should come from protein. And about 25 to 30% of that should come from fats. And the rest should be from carbs. And those carbs can be anything from oatmeal to apples to, you know, try to keep it healthy. Try you to bring it... in the fruit again, right? Like, yeah. That's a good... Yeah, yeah, I mean... A good fat carb. Bananas. Yeah. Bananas a good carb. Yeah, and yep. um, I, I eat bananas every day pretty much. Yep. Uh, oh, like, I eat a lot of uncooked oats. You know, just soak them in milk and mm-hmm. let them swell up and then soften up and they're they're not bad but it's a little bit harder for your body to digest oats that haven't been cooked mm-hmm. um then we can get into insulin sensitive and ins, insulin sensitivity and insulin resistance and starch resistant foods and and 
That's, Somebody has read a book here, yeah. folks. I and, don't know and if you guys like, are aware of this. There's that, that you're, you're, it, it takes more calories for your body to burn than what's actually in them, right? Yeah, I like, mean, yeah. Like celery, you go ahead so. and do that. Next podcast, <laughs> how, many, yeah. how many calories does it take to burn certain foods? Right. right. So, you know, at, at the end of the day, though, it you really got to learn what your body needs to develop your goals. Yeah. And I, and, and I don't mean to cut you off, but I think... You have to set those goals, uh, and you have to keep them in mind throughout the whole process. Yeah. So, like I said earlier, and I don't want you to lose your thought, but um, when you set those goals in the first week and you don't see the results week one, two, or three, uh-huh. you have to you either have to keep trying it or you have to alter it just a little bit. You have to find what's not working for you, and you have to kind of revamp what you're going to do. But you still have to keep the mindset in, okay, I want to lose weight or I want to gain weight. Whatever your goal is, you have to keep that goal in mind. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, it's, it's really important to understand that just because things seem healthy, that doesn't necessarily mean that they are healthy. Right. Like Diet Mountain Dew. Or like... <laughs> Don't knock the dew. <laughs> or, or low-fat things, yeah. you know. Because typically if things are low-fat, they're usually higher in carbs or higher in sodium. But that's, and, how, that's, how you, that's, that's, why, that's how they get you to buy that, yeah, that stuff. Yeah, exactly. Because so they make it flashy and they want, you know, it's just like little kids with, you know, colorful cereal. Exactly. Obviously, the more colorful the box is and the more colorful the cereal is, the more the kid's going to want it. And the more expensive it is. Yeah, typically. <laughs> and the more sugar it has. And um, so, and the all, more milk you have to add. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, it's everything's a trade-off, but you're never going to be wrong if you're eating vegetables and whole foods as mm-hmm. long, you yeah, know, yeah, more than Snickers, <laughs> right, or Twix. You know, no, you can't be eating Twinkies after your. You can't be eating Twinkies after your workout, and it's oh yeah, yeah you can. I mean you can, <laughs> right? You told me to eat Pixie sticks with my protein shake after after I, a workout, right? Can, and 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 yeah. we can get into that right now too. Yeah. If you so, want, go for it. We have twelve minutes left, so okay. yeah, that could be another podcast. Like yeah. like uh, the additives, yeah, the the what you know when did when did when did your intake and your uptake like before your workout after your workout that could be not you guys probably have one planned for your next podcast but the one after that because i know that's a lot of a lot of people are wanting to know when to consume calories and when to consume protein before or after a workout whatever and you said something about not eating before bed you know there's a lot of guys that are are drink a protein shake me myself included but like i said i'm a hard gainer that's muscle milk from casey's folks. yeah that, that's is, that is you know what but it is but you know it's like i i drink a protein shake right before i go to bed all the time because i f- like it's it's 8 30 or 9 o'clock and i ate at 6 or 7 and i'm starving yeah because my metabolism is still i'm 42 but it's still it's still quite fast and i know you know i put in the work in the gym at five or six o'clock, I come home, I eat my meal, and by nine or ten at night, my body's hungry again. So I, I do, I chug, I chug a milk or a, a shake every night before I go to bed because I'm hungry and I don't want to eat crap and I don't want to sit there and veg on the couch. And that's what I, I would when when I go and work out and I don't when I get home and I don't feel like like I'm still trying to recover from my workout and. My wife will have the 
dinner ready or whatever, I'll mm-hmm. just drink a protein shake. So it's, I mean. Right. So Aaron, you can probably touch on that next time or we can get a video we can, we can, we can probably professional help, but you know, and it's, that's body type. I, I, I feel, you know, I, I enjoy your story, but that's maybe not necessarily for everybody because there are people wanting to know, you know, yeah. how to put the, how to, you know, how to fuel the body when, when they're already at the stage that you've worked yourself down to, Yeah. then it's no, to maintain, yeah, that's right? To, yeah. Without yeah. losing the muscle. Right. So, and that's, that's going to be more to do in the exercise section. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably we'll we'll touch on it more in the next podcast with that. But it is important to consume a massive amount of calories after a hard workout. Right. And I I know that you're not accustomed to hard workouts because <laughs> like I just said, I put the work in the yeah. gym. Yeah. So but but it does it that's when the calories matter most. Right. Honest honest to goodness. Right. If you're gonna if you're gonna fall off the wagon and cheat you need to do it right after your yeah, workout, because. and you need to fill it with protein as much as you can. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but my, not not just strictly. Like you told me, you got to have calories you, you to gotta, carry you, you gotta have the, the protein. Okay, we're, right? we're, or, you, we, or the we can yeah. get into that too right, right now, actually. But first of all, uh, I will I will preface this by saying my favorite day to work out of the year, which is coming up, is Thanksgiving Day. Right on, because. We get to fill ourselves with all the protein and all the pies and carbs and all the nasty things that are terrible for us. Yeah. But which, as of as of the recording of this podcast, it sounds like we're going to be banned from having any right, family yeah. get-togethers because of COVID nineteen. We'll all but, be down here at Aaron's. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll all be here. <laughs> Six but, foot apart. Yeah, but uh, so on on the nutrient uh, side of things, Christian mentioned. I, I did tell him a story one time, and I. It was sort of a. That was a Jim Stepani story. Yeah, it was. Right? It was. Yeah, it was from Jim Stepani, and I can't take credit for no. this. No. Um, I mean, I look. Like well, Jim Stepani came up with the pixie sticks and the gummy bears. Yeah, gummy right? bears. Yeah. So, <laughs> what his theory is is after a workout, you need to be consuming a very fast-absorbing carb to go along with the protein. Mm-hmm. Now, the reason for that is. That, you know, think of the protein as the vehicle that's delivering the muscle, you know, the, the supplies to rebuild the muscle, you know, through, throughout through your body. body. Yep. And carbs are the fuel that it's taken to get it there. All right. Because our muscles require, require glycogen to be able to have that fast energy, you mm-hmm. know. To be able to do those explosive workouts that Christian talks about doing that doesn't do. <laughs> yeah, and we'll get into that Nobody in the next podcast. This is going to be great. Make sure you listen to number four. This is going to be great. <laughs> They're dogging so, me. So, uh, but, you know, that's going to replenish the, the, the carbs that you uptake right after a workout are going to replenish the glycogen stores that you burnt away right. in the workout. So, and what that does is it helps the muscle uptake protein as well. And that protein synthesis is able to be more effective if you have the insulin mm-hmm. and the, you know, the protein getting to the muscle where it belongs. Which I believe is what you're talking about. But yeah, yeah. Uh, you said that you could actually feel 
whatever muscle group you worked out that day. Yeah, if if you really if you, you really feel, smoke a, a workout, really really hit it hard. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, all every day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Go, yeah. go ahead. Right. With your story, yeah. So, My so if you really hit, if you really hit that workout really hard. Yeah. And you are, you know, you're getting. 75 85 even up to 100 grams of protein and even maybe up to 50 or 60 grams of carbs straight dextrose into your protein shake you know going to your stomach after after a workout you know i i could really feel mm-hmm. the muscle being a lot hotter it, throughout the rest throughout you know the next right. hour while it was I mean, yeah. if you could actually feel the results, but I only felt that when I was taking the pixie sticks or the yeah, gummy right. bears because it has the straight up dextrose in it. Yeah. So I guess to kind of start wrapping things up here, um, like we said in the beginning, um, we're not doctors. We're we're just going by what we is kind of a trial and error type deal. Um, so, like Christian said, what works for one may not work for the other, but you need to alter your 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 goals or your plan so that you see those results um, as quickly as you can. Right. And to stick with that, have that mindset going in. And if you if you don't see the results in the beginning, then then stick with it or make make a couple changes and. Uh, eventually you'll get to where you want to be. Um, well, it's one of the biggest things is just read a book. Get get a book, you know, read articles online. There's thousands of websites out there that are good. Um, Testosterone Nation is one of my favorites. If I'm really wanting to find a workout program or something that, you know, hits a specific muscle group or whatever, if I want to just read various articles that they have, I'll go on Testosterone Nation and just search. That's that's big, and they've been around for a long time. And there's a lot of good people that write articles for them, and they understand that a lot. A lot of them aren't doctors either. They're just it's just testimonial yeah. what works for them or what exactly. has worked for their clients. And that's basically what what these are. They're testimonials of uh, personal experience or people that we know. Um, we'd like to thank Christian for coming on this episode. Oh, I'll come back. Yep. Um, Aaron, got anything else? No, I'm saving the rest of it for the next one. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you guys for listening to Shenanigans on Fire. I'm Luke Neidlinger. And I'm Aaron Miller. And we want to thank Christian Brooks again. Oh, thanks for having me. Have a good evening.